involved in this church? One was 20, 131, and 161. There's no age thing to that. Sister Gwen's son, my stepson, was hit by a car on Thanksgiving Eve, critical condition, and uh, this is how it is. But Pastor Fields always tries to give you lessons that will help you to deal with life. Because, you know, God's got heaven covered. You see, that's, that's easy. It, it, it's, it's living here is the hard part. Now, I, we're going to talk to you a minute. Now, be human. Don't talk, try to get up. If you hated somebody and you didn't have much time to live, you would try to give them all the hell, if you weren't saved, just stay with me, that you could put up. You'd want them to be miserable. You'd want to do everything you could to destroy their lives. Revelations 12 and 12. Therefore rejoice, you heavens, and you who dwell in them. That's us. We can rejoice. But woe unto the earth and the sea, because the devil has gone down to you. He is filled with fury. In other words, Satan is where? It's the Bible. Revelation tells you that. And if you don't understand Revelation, turn the news on. All right? Because he knows his time is short. And so he knows his time is short. So he is going berserk. I've, I, when I turn the news, and I'm a news guy, I always have been. It's nothing new for me. And I'm seeing how many young men that are dying and, 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 and young men that are going in schools and shooting people up and wherever. I'm seeing so how many, how much sickness and how much anger is going on, so much abuse is going on, whether it be domestic violence is not only women and men, but children. All of this stuff is going on around us. And we ought to, and people talk, they don't believe in the devil. You see, somebody has said, have you ever seen anything like this, Pastor? I've never even heard anything like this stuff when I was coming up that's going on now. You got North Korea just throwing this, teasing people with missiles and Russia, all this stuff is going on, and we are concerned about them, and we killed more people killed in America with guns in one day than goes on there. And so we're going to have to get real. Satan is angry, and he is going berserk. And so, but we, the children of God, there is a protection we have, and I want to talk about that. I don't want to be a pastor that always, see, I, I, here's what I taught my, my kids. My, my, my kids, I'm talking about biological kids, they'll tell you. Always think of the worst. You can deal with anything else. Yeah. You can deal with anything else. What is the worst thing that could happen? And then, okay, I'm planning for that because I can deal with the rest of this stuff. And so we right now, and I see some of these lovely kids, young people in here. I don't know what you all are doing and what you're teaching. You know, if you can kill the young folks out, whether it be spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and that new drug they got that's taking young people out, and the ones that don't die is jacking up their heads. You see, if you can destroy young people, then you destroy a generation, and then that generation destroyed that they're supposed to help. 
And we need these Christians to start getting more serious about our lives, how we're living. You understand? And men in here, we've got, I'm reading a book called uh, um, Kingdom yeah, The Kingdom Man by Tony Evans, and it beats you up. But there's a bunch of us that we get together and we're reading about the kingdom men. I'm talking to you men here. Men, we got to get it together. Because, see, Satan hates us. If you can kill the head, the body will die. That's just a fact. If you kill the head, the body will die. So, and, and I'm not just talking about husbands and fathers. And, and anybody here doesn't have any children, and you say, well, I don't have any children. You Christian? You saved? You got children. The Bible says we're fathers to the motherless mothers to the so we all are responsible and the, and the only hope that some young people have is uncles and cousins and coaches we got to step in and do everything we possibly can because we know satan is angry but here's what we need to say say what pastor we need to say but not on my watch that's what we need to say all right and so we go i want to talk to you briefly this morning uh, about what we need, and you've seen me do, heard me do these messages, and I'll keep doing them until I'm satisfied. You ever watch? Some of you all are going to watch uh, the Chiefs, okay, uh, play today, and uh, we want them to be winning, right? Right. Do you know, no matter what the score is, that the coach ain't going to be satisfied? He knows he's going to find something that they could have done better. Isn't that right? Because, you see, and that's the way your pastor is. I'm never satisfied with my sheep because I want to find something that we can do better. We do that as, we do that as coaches. Well, then I'm, I'm calling my, I don't even like the word, I, I, I understand. No, y'all should call me that because the Bible says that, Pastor Fields. But I call myself your spiritual coach. I'm your pastor, but I'm your spiritual coach. And see, and a coach is always looking to improve their athletes. That's just what they do. And so I'm always looking for messages to improve your life. You see? Because we got some folks that, uh, uh, Brother Tony Dietrich, we get pictures of him all the time. He looks the same, Brother Tony, but you know he's got full dementia. It's been for five years. We love that brother. Sister Linda Cole is still in that working, trying to work through that stroke that she's had and not yet able to identify people yet. So we got a lot of stuff going on. And you know what? That's, some of that stuff is just called life, you see. And we're going to have to deal with some issues in life, and we need to be prepared to deal with those issues in life. There's no place in the Bible where it says you're going to have a bed of roses. It's not in there. So, you, you know, even Jesus himself had to, he had to grieve. He grieved. And then a couple of times he was like, you know, Father, wait a minute here. Is there another way? Three times until he got himself together. Well, sometimes you may have to do that as an individual. You, you may struggle with it, and you keep struggling with it, and then finally you come to the point that there ain't no other way but to deal with it. All right? And so uh, I'll read a lot of this. Ephesians 6, 10, and, and, and 18, but there's a lot of stuff going on here. Now, my beloved ones, I have saved these most important truths for last. This is what Paul's saying here. And this is what I'm saying. He's writing for me here, and I think well, what version I'm... Uh, the passion. I'm coming out of the passion. Mm -hmm. He said he, he's saving the most important truths for last. And one of these important truths, I love these different versions because we can get so much out of it and get a clear understanding. He said be what? Supernaturally infused. We got to be supernaturally infused. Mm -hmm. 
let me tell you, when you're supernaturally infused, he's talking about in your spirit. You see, folks, the word supernatural used to make folks nervous. That's witchcraft. That ain't witchcraft. <laughs> you see, come on, open your dictionary up. But we have to be supernaturally infused. And, and, and then you know what infused is? It's, 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 it, you got to be consumed. You got you to put it in your spirit. But let me tell you something. My body has failed me. You all know that. Uh, my body has failed me. You know, four-time cancer survivor here. My, so my body has failed me. But guess what took me through? The being supernaturally infused. Because you know, Satan attacked the body, but the spirit was stronger than his attacks. Do you understand what I'm saying? So he does things to us. He does things to us. And, and we go through things in life. And, and so he's mad and he's trying to his fury, but he doesn't know that with us, we are supernaturally infused with strength. That's what it says, with strength. We have a strength that's stronger than his strength. We have a strength that's stronger than his fury. Do you understand me? And so that's why we stand when a lot of people fall apart. We don't fall apart. We cry, we, we grieve, but we don't fall apart because we infuse with his with strength. Yes, go ahead. Through your life union with the Lord Jesus. Because we have a what? Life union with the Lord Jesus Christ. I am connected and I have a life union with the Lord Jesus Christ. Stand victorious. We stand victorious because we have a life union with the Lord Jesus Christ. Y'all hear me? Say amen to that. Amen. You see? So when you have that, and, and it just bothers me when I see Christians with your heads down and, and acting like what? No. No. We refuse to, you remember Christ Temple North, we don't fall down, we fall forward? Yes. You see what I'm saying? We don't fall apart. There used to be a song years ago, Rock Steady. We may be rocking, but we rocking steady. We just don't fall. He can rock us, but he can't knock us down. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because we're supernaturally infused with strength through our union with the Lord Jesus Christ. Stand victorious. We stand victorious. We're going to win. That's why the devil is mad. Because he knows he's going to lose. You would be mad if you was going in a game and you know he's going to lose the game. You'd get a punch in. You're going in a fight. You say, I'm, I'm going to get beat up, but I'm going to get a punch in. Well, well all he's going to get is a punch in because we all whip his behind. Do you understand what I'm saying? I was nice when I said that. Come on here. Y'all laughing like, no, y'all thought that. I said behind, but we're going to whip him. We're going to crush him because we, we, have, we are in union with the Lord Jesus Christ. And no matter what fear he throws at us, we have the strength and the power to stand victorious. Amen. Say amen to that. Amen. All right. Again, stand victorious with the force of his explosive power. We ain't got just power. We got a what? Explosive, explosive power. power. You we need we got hey come on here church explosive power is what we have That's not right. just power you see sometimes I feel I'm not an emotional guy sometimes but sometimes I just want to take out running down this aisle you see you see you're talking about Satan tapping me my body giving out talking about cancer and all of these kind of things coming to me you can't kill me till God wants me to go you crazy you see. Folks asking me, how you doing? I said, I'm doing as good as God wants me to do. You see? Hallelujah. 
All right. Yes, uh, that explosive power is flowing in and through you. It's for, where is it at? It's in. in and through us. You see, too many people, but not us, quite simple North, they looking for the outside for power. We got the power on the inside. And when you got something on the inside, you can call it up and it'll take care of the outside. You see, because then we are how big? I've taught you that. You don't know how big. Y'all know how I'm so tall. I'm so wide. You just can't see it. You see, because you're looking at my outside, but on the inside, I'm a million times bigger than I am on the outside because of this explosive power and this uh, supernatural infusion that God has given me through the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Right. I might explode up here. <laughs> <coughs> so we are that. supernaturally infused, which means God bestows upon the soul as grace through the knowledge of his presence. So we, God has put in my soul the knowledge of his presence. My, there used to be a song years ago by Rita Franklin, My Soul Serenade. All right. All right. And a it's in my soul. You, you see, some of you, you don't know who I am. That's right. <laughs> but the knowledge in his presence is in my soul. All right. And originates completely outside of our will or ability. That's it. By which a person becomes freely absorbed in God, producing a real awareness, desire, and love for him. See, God is producing <laughs> his love for me and him. You know who loves you this more? God loves you. And he produces that same love in us that's in him. I love him, but the same power that he produces in me to love him is the same power he produces, produces in me to love you. You see? Ah, oh, this is good stuff. Yes, all right. Verse 10 from the voice. Finally, brothers and sisters, draw your strength and might from God. There's going to be some difficult times sometimes in your life. The Bible tells us that. Why would the Bible tell us finally, brothers and sisters, draw your strength and might from God if you wasn't going to need it? It's telling you that there's going to be some times when you ain't got enough. There's going to be some times when you, you're hurt and wounded and bruised down into the very depths of your soul. But he's saying here, but you can draw your strength and might from God. Sometimes you have to tell God, I'm empty. I have no strength left. The only place I can go is to draw my strength and my might and my power from you. You see? It works, people. It works, people. All right? And from the message, that about wraps it up. God is strong, and he wants you strong. God is strong, and he wants us strong. God is strong, and he wants us strong. God is strong, and he wants us strong. That's right. Be strong and in the power of his might. We strong, Christ Temple North, because God wants us strong. Now listen to me. If God wants us strong, wouldn't he have the intelligence and the wisdom and the understanding and the far side and the inside if he wants us strong to give us the strength to be strong? Yeah. Wouldn't he? You see, we've had some tragedies in this church and some people had to bury some folks and still have to bury some folks. But he's saying, hey, be strong. 
be strong. You see, there's going to be things in life. Some of you are going to go to the doctor and get some news you don't want to hear. You say, but be strong. Be strong. All right? So take everything the master has set out for you, well-made weapons for the best materials. What? So take everything. Take the weapons that God has set out for you. You got the weapons. Use them. Use the weapons God has installed it's in you. It's in you. You're tougher than you think you are. You're stronger than you think you are when you connect yourself with him. Do you understand? No weak people up in here. We, we don't do that. We don't tolerate that in Christ's temple, no. We don't tolerate that. You can't believe in the gospel and not be who the gospel has asked us to be. You see? You know what I live on? God's promises. That's on him. He said, hey, I'll God, I'm trusting your word. You said to me that you would not start a work with me, that you would not finish. So I'm trusting your word. I heard what the doctors say. I'm trusting your word. I heard, the, uh, yeah, I see all the chemo in this, but I'm trusting your word. I'm seeing what works and don't work, but I'm trusting your word. Do you understand? You'll hear me say this on uh, to, uh, Saturday. I called Brother Gogo at 124. He was at Green Hills. And he talked to me, and I'll do that thing Saturday. You see? And 4 o'clock, he's gone but he talked to his pastor. I was at that same place Tuesday, and they were telling me, you made it through. The infusions, you made it through. You see? You see? You see? So I know about how it is to get hit in the face. You see? We, we come on, folks. Come on here with me. I don't know, have no clue where I'm at. At the end of the verse 10 from oh. the message, put those weapons to use. Put so them to use. You will be able to stand up to everything the devil throws your way. Whatever the devil throws your way, you'll be able to stand up to him because you got the weapons that God has given you. Use them. Do you understand? Use them. Yeah, you see? Better not come at me with a slingshot. I've got a cannon. Got no power. Over us, he's got power, but he's not, he doesn't have all power. Because you connected with Jesus Christ in the union with Christ, you got all power. According to the gospel. You see, use the weapons, people. Use the weapons. Okay. So now to verse 11. Put on God's complete set of armor yeah. provided for us. God has given you some armor. Put them on. It, you're not a baby. You don't need anybody to dress you. He's giving you the armor. Said it's up for you to put it on. There's a whole bunch of Christians too lazy, getting all beat up because they won't put the armor on. You got to put the armor on. That's your, that's your responsibility. Yeah. You see, he's giving you everything you need. You understand what I'm saying? So it's your responsibility. Every morning when you get up, put the armor on because you know Satan's up. You see? He got up. He waiting on you to get up. Yeah? But the problem with him is he going to flee our house. Ask me why. Because when we get up, we put our arm on. He got to go somewhere. Well, huh? We got the weapons. We got the weapons that he can't, no, he can't beat us. 
He said, well, I can't go by 6009 North Merchant. I better go someplace else because I can't go over there because they dressed up over there with what God has given us. Do you understand what I'm saying this, today? Put on the armor so that you will be protected as you fight against the evil strategies of the accuser. When the accuser comes, we protect him. We can laugh at him. Say, oh, really? Really, dude, you better go somewhere. The accuser, oh, he's going to come, but he'll flee because you dressed up. All right. Your hand-to-hand -hand combat is not with human beings, yeah. but with the highest principalities and authorities operating in rebellion under the heavenly realms. So it's the devil. Mm -hmm. This is a spiritual thing that's going on here. You know, when I listen to the news and I'm hearing these politicians, boy, and they jumping ship too, ain't they? They going all over. <laughs> they going here and there. Don't nobody care nothing about the American. We care about the American people. Ain't but one person care about the American people is God. You know what politics is called? Ask me what? what? Politics is called political survival. <laughs> and I'm going to survive uh, today. You're not on, on my, but God says I don't need no politician to feed me. What's that thing we call it? What, a recession or whatever it is? We don't have recessions. How are you going to have a recession? You got an all-knowing, all-powerful God that's got all things. All the gold and silver on the hills is his, as the scripture says that. And every now and then I ask him for some. Come on here. <laughs> the voice, verse 12, says it this way. We're not waging war against enemies of the flesh and blood alone. People think they're going against people. You see, you're not fighting against a person. It's the spirit in the person. We get caught up on people. Not ain't people. It's the, it is a spiritual warfare, and God has given us what we need to win the battle of the spiritual warfare. Okay? And as it says here, no, this fight is against tyrants, authorities, against supernatural powers and demon princes that slither in the darkness of this world, mm -hmm. and against wicked spiritual armies that lurk about in heavenly places. This, you just heard that. That's what... They, but they left here. Oh, they mad. Y'all feeling good? Getting a good lesson? He done got up out of here. He said, but I wait till they get home. But y'all got some news for them. Because the same energy and power that you have in here, you take it home with you. You see? You see? Yeah, yeah. You see, it's kind of like at nightclubs that y'all used to go to, some of you still go to. Uh, it used to be one o'clock. I'm old. I guess it's three now. But anyway, you say it's one o'clock. Uh, you ain't got to go home, but you got to leave here. Yeah. Just as you're going to tell Satan, Satan, uh, I'm home now. I don't care where you go, but you ain't going to stay up in here. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you believe that? Yeah. Then you got to live that. Yeah. You see, he'll flee. The Bible tells you he'll flee from you. Yeah. You see, he only picks on people he can whip. Yeah, he's a bully. You've never heard a bully pick on somebody tough. Because you, you hit the bully in the mouth, he'll flee. You see, he's a bully. And see, he knows here, we'll hit him in his mouth with the gospel and the word of God. So that means he's got to go somewhere. That's right. Okay. 
So in verse 13, because of this, you must wear all the armor that God provides. Yes, because we got to deal with these demon forces and demon powers and the prince of darkness. Because of this, we must wear all the armor that God has provided you. Mm-hmm. He's your protector. You know what you're up against. Dress up. You're all going to watch the game. You ain't going to see nobody go out there with no football helmet and football pads on out there. You see, if that football helmet comes off where they head, they head for the sidelines. We don't go to the sidelines because we keep our helmet of salvation on. He goes to the sidelines. You better pick on one of them reserves over there, but you ain't picking on this starter. Huh? Yeah, some folks didn't understand that because they didn't play sports. <laughs> you ought to play sports and know what I'm talking about. Right. You know, hey. You know, there's a lot of people with the uniforms on that are just cheerleaders. So I ain't talking about the ones that dance. I'm talking about they got the, they fully dressed, but they just cheerleaders. You see, they don't play. They cheerleaders. And they up there getting excited about what somebody else is doing. Well, that's us. They're going to get excited about what we're doing because we're here to stay. Right. Period. All right? All right. Am, I, am I fussing? <laughs> okay, all right, all right, here we go, all right. Again, you must wear all the armor so you're protected as you confront the slanderer. Yeah, we're going we, we gonna to do we're going to confront him. We, we don't back up. All right? For you are destined for all things and will rise victorious. We're going to confront him. And we're going to be victorious. And we're going to rise up in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You see, I ain't running from the devil. The devil runs from us. Oh, yes, this is good. This is good. This is good. Just put on truth. Put on what? Truth. Mm-hmm. As a belt to strengthen you. See, the truth will strengthen you. Because you know what the truth will tell you? It's where you're weak at. See, and if you, I love the truth. You know, when the doctors come to me and I said, no, no, hey, hey, you ain't got to beat around the bush. Tell me the truth. And when you tell me the truth, then I can deal with it. Because we can deal with the truth in this church. You see? Can't we? Yes. You see? Amen. Truth may be someday. Maybe it's happened to you. Somebody you love may come and tell you they don't love you. Well, just tell me the truth. I can deal with it. That's how we work. You see? You understand? My, my stepfather used to say, don't hear me haul around about it. Tell me the truth. Y'all love me? All right. You're telling the truth now, right? (laughs) (laughs) All right, here we go. The the belt of truth will help you stand and triumph. Truth will help you stand. Truth will help you stand. Because truth will help you stand and triumph. Okay? Put on holiness. Put on what? Holiness as the protective armor that covers your heart. The Bible says protect your heart in the Proverbs. You know how you protect your heart? With holiness. Put on holiness. See, because holiness won't let anything come in to break your heart. All right? And in verse 15, we're told, stand on your feet alert. Get up on your feet and get alert. That's right. Then you'll always be ready to share the blessings of peace. Then you always be said, God is good. God is good. Stand up and say God is good. Get up. Get up here and say God is good. God is good. 
Keep on your feet. God is good. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. God is good. All right. All right. Yeah. Get some of this with me. Don't let me be the only one feeling good about it. Say, I'm going to share some of this pie. Yeah, yeah. I'm sharing some of this Thanksgiving dinner pastor's putting out. Yeah. Here you go. Yeah. All right. In every battle, take faith as your wraparound shield. And you're going to be in battle. So the people, the Bible tells it you're going to be in some battles. But guess what? Mm-hmm. We wrap what? Mm-hmm. Wrap around shield. Wrap around shield. Faith. Mm-hmm. Good Lord, that's good stuff. For it is able to extinguish the blazing arrows coming at you from the evil one. The evil one comes, he can't do nothing, he's just falling off. His arrows are just falling all all off. Because I'm wrapped up, tied up, tangled up with Jesus. Covered. You see, you know, we used to be in, back in the day, I was doing it around, you know, you had your partner say, you good, man. We got you covered. I'm covered. Say it back to me. I'm covered. All right. All right. Verse 17, embrace the power of salvation's full deliverance. And I I embrace the power of salvation's full deliverance, Mm -hmm. period. That's right. Mm -hmm. Like a helmet to protect your thoughts from lies. See, the helmet of salvation protects my thoughts, thank you, my thoughts from lies. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And take the mighty razor sharp spirit sword of the spoken word of God. And you take this sword, this is what it is right here. Of God. It's sharp. It's a sword. All right. One more scripture. We pray passionately. Pray what? Passionately. Again? Passionately. Again. Passionately. All right. In the spirit. Pray passionately in the spirit. Pray passionately in the spirit of you have to do that. Sometimes when I come to church, I'll get down here, nobody's in with me, and ask the Holy Spirit to to assist me or to intercede for me and pray for me. Mm-hmm. And you can pray in the spirit. Some people do it in tongues. Some people just do it with voice. But pray in the spirit. Mm-hmm. Pray in the spirit, people. That's right. It's a good thing. Yeah. Makes you feel good. Right. You see? Because the spirit knows what we don't know. Because the spirit knows what you need. Because some things we think we need, the spirit said, no, you don't need to pray for that because you... You think you need that. That's not a need. That's a want. And you get your want, then you'll forget about what you need. And that might be Jesus. Okay, let me go to the last one here. Again, pray passionately in the spirit as you constantly intercede with every form of prayer at all times. With every form of prayer at all times. All right. And lastly, pray the blessings of God upon all his believers. That's what we do. We pray for God's blessings. Upon all his believers. Isaac, would you come up? Uh, we pray, yes. That's what we do, people. This lesson is for each individual. Is that all right with me? Did we do all right up in here? Amen. All right, get the mic. Get the mic. All right, God good? All right. Thank you. you know, sometimes I like, you know, see, sometimes I like to see other folks just because we got titles. Uh, we hand that mic to Sister Cozy. She don't mind. She'll pray for us. You see, we need somebody else to sometimes pray because y'all just think 
that we don't, no, 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 we got folk, you know Jesus, don't you? All right, you know who he is, right? Well, then you can pray. Oh, yeah. Come on, y'all, come on. Christ of Nazareth, with the indwelling Holy Spirit, we come standing right now on your word and in your name. We come right now not only because it's Thanksgiving, because every day is Thanksgiving. We come asking you, Holy Spirit, to go to the throne of forgiveness, go to the throne of mercy, of healing, of understanding. We can't understand everything and we don't need to. We just need to know that we want to lean and depend on you. That's what our word is about constantly, constantly. My sisters and I are praying. We're trying to learn how to pray. And as our pastor and first lady continue to bring the word, the blessings upon us in this church, we know that we have to stand. How can we have a better world for our children if we don't stand? As we come this morning, not only for Thanksgiving and Christmas, all of the holidays, but we just come every day because it's a blessing and a holiday. I could go on and on, but there's no need because we all are standing here with our beliefs. We all have to pray in our own way, in our own words. We come right now asking you to heal those that are sick. Pastor's already touched on them. We don't have to itemize. We just have to continually lift up those hearts and those homes, parents, sisters, brothers, mothers, and dads. We come right now with everything in our being saying, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It's a very thankful day. These things we ask in your son Jesus' name. We plead his blood on all of us. We thank you for the opportunity many don't have. As we walk, we walk high. We walk high. We look high. We thank right now there's none other, none other, none other like the Holy Spirit to comfort us. These things we ask in your son Jesus' name. Amen. 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 